Welcome to Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. I'm Matt Cranny, and this is the show where we talk offensive and defensive business strategies with some of the most successful and insightful small business leaders. So if you're looking for great conversation and new ways to grow and protect your company, you're in the right place. There's no such thing as a small business. Every business is monumental for the people who lead and depend on it. At M3 Elevate, we have hundreds of policies, but only one mindset. Fuel your growth. Today on The Fast Break, we're going to talk about all things personal lines. Insurance for your home, auto, and umbrella. The personal lines insurance market is a massive one with over 300 billion in premiums written annually in the United States. One of the biggest challenges facing the industry today is rising claim costs, which are resulting in increasing volatility in the market. This is due to a number of factors, including more severe weather events, increasing car repair costs, and the rising cost of medical care. So what does all of this mean for the future of the personalized insurance market? Our guests today will share their insights on this and other important topics. So I'm thrilled today to be joined by Jen Vandelip, Amy Schrader, and Kim Nichols, all client executives with M3 Elevate who spend their time every day focused on helping people navigate the complex world of personal lines. Kim, Amy, Jen, welcome to the Fast Break. Thanks for having us. Awesome. So let's jump right in, team. Uh, I want to give each of you a chance to introduce yourselves. Please share with the audience a little bit about you and your background in the personal lines arena. Kim, let's start with you. Yeah, hi, I'm Kim Nichols. I'm in our Kenosha office and I've been with M3 for just over a year. However, I've been in the industry for about 10 years now as an insurance advisor in the personal line space. Awesome, Kim, we're really excited to have you. Amy, why don't you go next? Yeah, Amy Schrader, uh, um, been with M3 for about two years. I've been in the industry for about Part of it I spent on the carrier side and excited to be here today. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And Jen, why don't you bring us home? Thanks, Matt. So I'm Jen Vanderlip, and I've been in the insurance industry for 20 years. I'm a senior client executive and partner here at M3 Insurance. I've been at the agency for nearly 12 years. Awesome. Team, we are really thrilled to have you. And as we sort of said in the introduction, the world of personal lines is a little crazy right now. And I think you all would say has been for a little while. And so part of our hope today in our conversation is that we're going to draw out for our audience practical things that you would recommend to them based on all of your wisdom and experience that you're seeing on a day-to-day basis here at M3. So I'm hoping that each of you can help paint a little more detail on what's so different about the market now and why are we seeing so much volatility in the space? So maybe Amy, on this one, we'll start with you. Yeah, it's a great question and a valid one at that. We have this conversation a lot with our clients. Their concern is, I don't have any claims. Their auto record is clean. Why did my rates go up? Overall, in our industry, rates have gone up about 8.9%. Jen actually recently wrote a great article about this. I think it was at the end of August that you can find on our Insight Center out on our website. It's got a lot of really great data on it. So make sure you go check that out. But there are a few main points that we speak to when we're having this conversation with our clients. 
catastrophic events is one of them. Think of the number of weather-related events we've had over the last few years. Mm -hmm. Not specifically the state of Wisconsin, although there have been a large number of them here. Think about across the country. Hurricanes, wildfires, freezes, these all play a factor in claims payouts by the insurance carrier. Carriers are, are paying out larger numbers than anticipated because rebuilding costs have skyrocketed. Uh, this is another point we bring up, inflation. It costs more to rebuild. Labor costs have gone up substantially, leading to higher payouts by the insurance company. Kim will get into the, to the auto side of the industry, but because of all of these things, because all of these things are happening, our market has hardened significantly. Carriers are tighter on risks they want to take on. Underwriting standards are much stricter than they have been historically. Policyholders that may have qualified in a soft market may not in a hard market. Or if they do, their premium is reflected by that and is higher. So we'll get into what steps as an insured you can take to help yourself in this hard market a little later. But these are a few of the driving factors to understand the why behind the what. And thanks, Amy. That's a great answer. Jen, what would you add to that? Yeah, that was great, Amy. I would add some individuals ask, why are my rates going up if my insurance company doesn't do business in that state? Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is that our insurance companies in Wisconsin have to purchase reinsurance to protect themselves. And those reinsurers do business all over the world. So they're actually paying out claims on a different level. And so when our carriers have to protect themselves, they're now facing higher costs for their own insurance. And that gets passed down to the individuals, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good, Jen. And, and for our audience, when we talk about reinsurance, it's essentially saying our insurance companies cannot handle on their own all of the risk that they agreed to take on in their policies. So they go in turn and secure insurance policies to help them with some of their risk. And so that's, again, a well-known thing in the industry, but not something that's well-known by the average sort of person that might be listening to our podcast today. So I love, Jen, that you're explaining that for us. Yeah. Kim, what about from your perspective, all this volatility, what else is helping drive this? Yeah. So Amy talked about the housing market and the costs of inflation and all of that. And she had stated that I would get into the auto. So to put things into a little bit more perspective, we could take a look at the auto industry. So a few years ago, a small fender bender could have cost you a claim of just a few hundred dollars. Today, that same accident claim could cost you a couple thousand dollars based on inflation, backlog of vehicles, parts, and simply things are just more expensive. And the main factor in that is all the technology that's built in. If you look at your bumper, you have your camera in there, you have different yeah. sensors. So that alone is just causing those costs to go up. So a few hundred dollar claim five years ago now be two thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 And, and I can unfortunately speak to that personally. Yeah. So I, as the team here knows, I recently had a, an interaction with a deer that didn't end well for the front of the car. And as we were driving away from the from the accident, I turned to my spouse and I said, I think it's repairable. The car is driving fine. I think it'll be, I don't know, somewhere in the five to seven thousand range. And the initial estimate came in at, I think, fourteen or 15000 and the mm -hmm. car actually ended up getting written off. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just happening more. And again, the, the incident wasn't, thankfully, that severe for me or, or for my family or actually for the deer who ran away. <laughs> but apparently it, it ruined off my car. So I think that's a great 
That's a great point, Kim. That's okay, that's, example. yeah, that's helped set the stage for us as we dive in. So knowing that's the environment that we are, that we have, uh, obviously M3 Elevate, we always believe that there's always room for us to help people play offense with their personal lines. And obviously as, as maybe as tough a concept as that sounds in light of everything that you shared, I'm hoping that you can all share a story or a piece of practical advice about how you're seeing your clients play offense still in this market. So maybe Kim, we'll, we'll start with you. Yeah. So obviously we're all here to help you no matter what, and we're here to review your insurance policies for you, but there are certain things that you can do yourself to make sure that you're prepared should anything happen or just that you know what's coming. The biggest thing you can do to start playing office is to start by reviewing your own insurance policies. And you can do this by just educating yourself and just basic insurance knowledge and have a conversation with your agent about coverages you may be missing on your policy that would have you properly covered in the environment you're in. Like, obviously, if you're in Wisconsin, you have a slim chance of having an earthquake. So maybe you don't want earthquake coverage. Could it happen? It could. But talk to your agent about what makes sense for you. You can make sure that your property is properly maintained, such as your roof up to date, trim tree branches, consider adding fire and burglary alarms and water monitoring shutoff devices. However, should you be in the situation where an event has occurred, such as a storm, do your best to mitigate the risk by moving any outdoor furniture, any loose items in the yard so you can avoid those getting damaged, those damaging your house or others. Move your vehicle into your garage or higher ground in the event of flooding. Mm. Those are all just some things you can do to potentially avoid having a claim. Yeah, I, I, I love that, yeah. Kim. Amy, anything you, you would add to that? Yeah, so Kim mentioned devices, specifically a, a water shutoff device. When we talk about catastrophic events, freezes happen had a client that had a home in Missouri who they it doesn't freeze a ton down there, but over the last couple of years, it, it has. It's gotten colder. They were at their second home in Florida during this period of time. They were gone for a couple of weeks and their pipes froze. And so they were actually able to turn the water off remotely. And they had neighbors who had all of this water damage because their pipes burst, but they were able to turn it off even though they hadn't turned it off prior to them leaving. So there's all kinds of devices that, that you can get and put in your home to help some of those things, even if you're not around. That's a really great example. And, and, and I think it's so easy in times of where your renewal from the insurance company arrives and it's up X amount of dollars to think that there's no control. But I think Kim and Amy, what you're sharing is there's still things that we can do as policyholders, as clients to impact that. It might not be the entire difference and in increase. It might be some, it might be pieces of it, but the end result is still a better protected policyholder. And, and that's a good, that's a good thing. Let's pivot a little bit. So that's a, some really, I think, practical ways that we can play offense. But obviously at M3 Elevate, one of the things that we're built on is it's we want to be here to help you play offense, but we also understand from an insurance perspective, we're helping you play defense as well. So I'm hoping you can share with our audience practical ways that they can play defense with their personal lines insurance and in the middle of today's market, or maybe share a story of how you're seeing clients do that. So Jen, I'll come to you on this one. Yeah. So as far as playing defense, I'd say once a loss has happened, depending on what we're 
what type of loss it is. And so oftentimes homeowners loss. First thing you want to do is reach out to a remediation specialist right away and start mitigating the damage. Uh, minimize the effect that it's going to have on your home, the time it's going to take to repair. And then obviously to just minimize kind of the overall headache both from the insurance and, and claims perspective and having to be put out of your home and living elsewhere. Consult with your agent after an event. We can help you with deciding is this something that you do want to file and what's that effect going to have on you if you do going into that hard market and just what the lay of the land is going to look like if we do have claims or if there's multiple claims. Just a couple of things to think about when we're in this type of insurance climate. Yeah. Amy, anything you would add to that? I think all of those are, are really good points. I think just, again, to speak to trying to mitigate the risk, if you do have a claim and you don't want it to be such a, a hassle the next time, there are things that you can do to make sure to say, you know, I don't want this to happen again. How do I make sure that the event is not as large? So we can help you through that. We can talk to you about any of the devices that you could put into your home, your auto as well, those types of things. Yeah, I, I think it's a great reminder that, Again, insurance fundamentally is still here to help us in that defensive mindset. And one thing that really helps you understand maybe what mindset to take and how to take it is a conversation with a with a educated, smart agent like all of you, because it's not just, okay, this thing happened, file the claim. Jen, to your point, it might be, let's think about that. You know, if the claim is close to the deductible cost, right? Maybe it's something that we pay the extra to pay that on our own. To avoid that load coming onto the policy, potentially, you know, with an next renewal or to lose a no claims a reward or, or those type of things. And so that's not something that we want our clients to have to decide on their own. I think it's uh, something that, again, you all would welcome and have those conversations regularly with your insurance. So, so that's really helpful. And I think if I'm in the audience today, I think that's definitely something that will, will resonate for sure. So as we close out this section of the conversation today... We've spent time talking about where the market is at now and how people play sort of offense and defense in it. But obviously the, the market changes, right? Things, I think Amy, earlier you talked about a hard market and a soft market and, and there are insurance yeah. terms that we use, but I'm really hopeful that we can close our conversation today with you all sharing some thoughts about where, in your opinion, you think the market is headed in the next few years. So Jen, I'll come back to you on that one. Yeah, I think... We have a long road ahead, but I do believe as carriers start obtaining the rate that they need, things should start to improve. Although these insurers will likely start adding mitigation requirements on a consistent basis. So meaning from an eligibility perspective, you might start seeing them request things like water shutoff valves in order to qualify. They may want newer roofs. Uh, they may want roofs no older than a certain age. Um, they might also start limiting coverage uh, as a means to minimize their risk. Um, yeah. Some of the things we're already starting to see in the market is uh, roof settlement percentages, uh, where they're essentially going to depreciate your roof settlement payment on a scheduled basis. So based on number of years, the age of roof is, it may only mean a percentage of your payout versus a full replacement. Yeah. No, that's that, that those are really helpful thoughts. Kim, anything you would add to that? Yeah, Jen spoke to the eligibility side of things. As far as premium goes and how much we're paying, which I know that's on the top of everybody's minds because it's not cheap. 
Will it ever go back to the way it was? Probably not. We will start to see it even out a little bit within the next few years. It's going to take a while. As Jen said, there is a long road ahead. But I don't ever see premiums going down. I think we got to start looking at this, that this is the new norm. However, the premium increases should start slowing down. Amy, what about you? What's your perspective on where things are headed? Yeah, I think that we hit the nail on the head with what Kim and Jen said. But while it's a lot right now, it will come back down and the, the roller coaster will come back down. Yeah, I think that's that's really great stuff to you. And I think not that we want to leave our audience with sort of a, a really depressing sort of tone, but I think we one of the features that I've always believed makes a great agent is the ability to be clear and realistic. And we represent some incredible insurance companies. We have options for people, but I think it's also one of the things that's going to dictate how people are able to, going back to what we talked about with offense and defense, how they're able to play those things matters in the context of the market. So if we were all on here today saying, oh, just hang on one more year, rates are going to go back down to nothing at all and everything's going to be cheap, then the decision to think about a water shutoff valve becomes different versus the realism I think you all are seeing and bringing based on a lot of experience that you have saying that the market has shifted. Yes, it's harder right now. And, and, and we may see some softening at some point. Jen, as you talked about sort of rate adequacy and maybe inflation comes back under control a little bit, which helps as well. But we're still going to see a general trend of increasing rates in the personalized space and our ability to navigate that and to be consultants within that, I think is really important. And my last point is, I think it's never been more important than it is today to be with uh, a great agent. Because in years past, I, I have a phrase that my team has heard a lot here. Uh, it's easy to be good when it's good. It's hard to be good when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I'm seeing is all of you be really good for our customers when it's hard. When you're delivering news that isn't something that people want to hear or a requirement that they have to do to be eligible for insurance or those type of things. And so our hope is that uh, if somebody's listening today, and we'll finish here in a little while, we'll give you some information about how you can find us and get access to Jen and Kim and Amy and uh, if you're interested in working with us. But that need for uh, a really great agent has never been more. So let's, yeah. let's leave that piece there and let's let our audience get to know all of you a little bit better. Um, so... As always, our last set of questions on our Fast Break podcast is the fastest break. And so we'll do this round robin, and I'll ask each question to each of you, and then we'll move on to the next one. Sound okay? Yes, sounds great. Okay. All right, Kim, I'm coming to you first. So heads up, favorite book you've read in the last 12 months? 75 Hard. Love it. Amy, what about you? Never by Colleen Hoover. Jen? Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. I love it. I don't know all of those books per se, but I think we covered a wide spectrum there. So that's so. really good. Yeah. Okay. Complete the sentence. For you, leadership is. Kim? Leadership is setting the direction to help the team move forward. Mm, love that. Amy? Leadership is action, not just a position. Love it. Jen? Leadership is rolling up your sleeves and getting dirty. I love it. <laughs> the most impactful coaching advice you've ever received. Kim. Progress doesn't happen from standing still. Love it. Amy. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I love it. Jen. 
people will forget what you said and they'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Love it. Okay. Your favorite podcast aside from the fast break. So let's just get that <laughs> off the table right away. Nobody you can say fast break if you want, but your favorite podcast you would recommend to our audience, Kim. Crime Junkie. Oh, I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Amy. Okay. The Confident Woman, Rachel Brooks. Hey, Jen. I'm just not a podcast listener. That's she said okay. fast break. She said fast yeah, break when say, I asked. Yeah, that's right. Default <laughs> is going to be break. fast break. <laughs> Default is always the fast break. Okay. <laughs> you can't live without it app on your phone. Yep. Calendar. Love it. Amy? This is a no judgment zone. And no judgment. I'm being honest. So I'm going to say TikTok. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Jen? My text app. Love it. Okay. Last thing you did that truly scared you. Giving up the single and independent life. I love it. Amy. A little bit off of the same lines. As a woman with no kids, having both of her nieces under the age of four sleepover on her own. Oh, Brave. Very brave. Yeah. Jen. <laughs> uh, I went through the haunted house at Screaming Acres. Oof, good for you. I want nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and that's no comment on, on Screaming Acres. That's just me in general with those things. Okay. Last question. If you had to give a TED Talk, what would be the title? Kim. Life goes on. Love it. Amy? Transforming challenges into opportunities. Love it. And Jen? Staying sane in the insurance industry. (laughs) I love it. I would definitely listen to all three of those. Okay. Uh, Team, thank you uh, for sharing all that with us. Before we wrap today, and this conversation has moved really fast, and and I hope our audience is uh, engaged with it, taking some notes, got some good practical takeaways. Um, But Jen, I'm hoping you on behalf of the team can share where people can find out more about you and the team and the best way to connect if they have interest in working with us. Absolutely. You can find us all on LinkedIn and you can also find us on M3's people directory uh, at the M3 webpage. Uh, Call or email works just great. Awesome. So if you're listening today and you're thinking that this is the kind of information you're not necessarily getting from your agent or your carrier today, please reach out. We'd be honored to, to help you and, and serve you. And Jan, Kim, and Amy are some of the absolute best in the business. So you're being good hands. Amy, Kim, Jen, thank you so much for being willing to join us today and for sharing your insights and wisdom with our audience. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks, this has been Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate where we talk with high-impact business leaders and share strategies that you can use to grow and protect your business. And remember, don't settle for an insurance and benefits agent who only plays defense. You need an advisor, a partner, a friend who helps you play offense too. That's us. Like what you heard? Well, don't forget to subscribe. You'll find bonus content and more episodes at m3ins.com slash m3elevate and anywhere where you find your podcasts. And if you're a business owner or leader with insights to share, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. We might even love to have you on the show. This is Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. I'm Matt Cranny, and we'll see you next time.